This is Outside the Arc with Coach R.J. Barsh, discussing the game of basketball with players and coaches from around the world of hoops, presented by NBC Basketball Camps. I'm John Fazio with NBC Camps, and our guest today uh, is uh, a friend of mine, number one, but uh, also grew up going to NBC Basketball Camps for a number of years. Uh, eventually became um, a staff member with NBC during our summers, um, headed off to WSU to uh, pursue a career in athletic training. And uh, through all that journey, eventually uh, wound, uh, found himself in the NBA with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, this is Brendan Bowman. And uh, Brendan, thanks for being with us today. Hey, Faze, how's it going? Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, very excited to join you today, so thank you. Yeah, you bet. So, hey, I, I don't know if every athletic training student uh, dreams of being in the NBA like all young players do, but uh, maybe that was a dream for you. And I just kind of wonder, like, how the stars all align for you to to wind up with a, with a position with the Spurs? Yeah, um, so went to Washington State University, like you said. Um, athletic training was something I wanted to do since I was in high school. Um, I wanted a career around um, sports um, and then just kind of like doing some research about things. Um, been great, like really like the medical side. It's just always been a good um, interest of mine. And so pairing the two together um, through some research and yeah, I went to Washington State. Um, they had a fantastic, fantastic athletic training program. Um, really learned a lot there and um, got to grow, had some role models there. Um, so that was outstanding for me. Um, and then from there, went to uh, Minot State, um, did grad work there and uh, worked basketball, um, both men and women's basketball programs there. And that's kind of where I focused in on, you know, being, I've always been, like you said, went to NBC camps and stuff, growing up playing basketball. That's something I've always um, enjoyed. And so um, working at Minot State's when I decided, yeah, I kind of want to stick around the, the basketball side of um, athletic training and um, really dive into that. So um, did that for two years while I was at grad school and then um, graduated from there. I was looking for a job and that's when I started in the NBA G League and um, yeah, growing up from there. So it's been it's been a good journey um, through that side of it. And like I said, enjoyed the basketball side. So it wasn't necessarily being like focused on the NBA, but um, just kind of as I progressed in my career path, it was um, the way it ended up, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. And how long have you uh, been there with San Antonio? This is my third season with San Antonio here. So I came over in 2017. Um, previously, I was um, in the G League for one season with the uh, Orlando Magic. So. Awesome. What have been some things that you've learned being around the, the NBA world that, that uh, surprised you, that were, were new revelations for you? Um, I'd say the, the biggest thing to me that surprised me, which I really think is cool, is just like the family aspect of it. Like you turn on your TV and you see a bunch of guys playing, going hard, competing every night. Um, and that's what it's like on the court, but then off the court, it's just cool to see kind of like the brotherhood between all the guys and coaches and 
Um, so it's a whole like family oriented um, aspect that I wasn't aware of before um, starting to work here. So um, I just thought that was um, one of the really cool things about it that I learned. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, have there been some uh, pro players that you've come across or been exposed to that have really stood out to you just have made an impression on you so far in your time there? Yeah, there's, there's been uh, quite a few, but um, I'd say my first, my first week um, on the job came in and it's open gym. So we're getting ready for the next season, but guys are just kind of scrimmaging. So it's just five on five pickup going up and down, you know, like your normal open gym stuff. And uh, Manu Ginobili is 40 at the time. This was the last season that he played and he's just like most guys are kind of jogging around and, you know, putting up some shots, some open gym type basketball, but Manu's competing. He's not out there to just play. Like he's wanting to win. He's diving on the floor for loose ball. He's taking charges in an open gym at 40 years old, like with a bunch of younger players. So it was, um, that instantly made an impact on me. Um, so he was one of them. I'd say another would probably be, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge um, is one that I've gotten to know past few years and uh, just like his uh, the way he goes about it and you can tell um, obviously he loves the game and stuff but it, it's it's a good job and he wants to do like it's his duty to do his best at it so he really puts in the work um, and it's just cool to see like he he's self-motivated he doesn't need anybody to tell him he knows what he's going to do what he has to do and um you know come and do like the the team part of it be there with that but he's going to come back and put his own individual stuff where it's whether it's getting up extra shots or um you know lifting extra weights whatever he has to do um he's that's made an impression on me yeah and it's neat to hear some of those examples of that's the reason those guys got to that that place i assume right like they just have that that kind of extra work ethic, that extra commitment level, they're, they're willing to do whatever it takes to be successful. And um, it's neat that you can be around them and see it pretty, pretty instantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see. And it's cool to, um, you know, see all that work pay off for them too. Um, for guys like that, they've had two outstanding careers. So that's just a couple, but um, yeah, it's cool. To see. That's great. With your job specifically, uh, what are some of your main responsibilities? Um, so I'm on the, uh, the medical and performance team. Um, so we have a pretty big staff, um, with athletic trainers, physical therapists, strength conditioning coaches, um, sports scientists. Um, so me specifically, um, I'm an athletic trainer, um, and we have two other athletic trainers. Um, so that involves, you know, getting guys ready for practices like taping, um, bracing whatever like we have to do there um but outside of that it's just working as part of that staff to try and um keep guys healthy hopefully no injuries happen we do a lot of preventative work to um try and avoid those but when they do trying to rehab guys and getting back getting them back to full strength um so yeah it's just a, um, a lot of day-to-day -day stuff um but that's kind of the main main goal right there yeah awesome keeping guys healthy and available i suppose is pretty critical it's, it's important in a business yeah yeah 
Now, the, the Spurs organization uh, has long been pretty well regarded in their um, just their success. Uh, obviously, Greg Popovich uh, is one of the most successful coaches that have been in the NBA. Uh, what, uh, what have you seen being close to that that, 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 that really demonstrates that? Why, why have they been so successful? Why has he been so successful as a leader in that organization? What have you seen up close? Yeah. Um, so first for Coach Pot, he's yeah outstanding coach. Um, obviously, um, well respected um, in the game of basketball, and um, you can see like all his accomplishments. And yeah, um, a lot of it is because yeah he is very knowledgeable in the game of basketball. You can see whether it's the plays that he draws up, and um, but a lot of it for me that I've taken away over these three years working for him. Um, was he's really big into like the psych psychology of everything and how uh how he can motivate each player it's not just yelling at a team you know it's trying to figure out ways to motivate each guy to get them to commit and come together as the team um, to accomplish that goal so it's been neat to see how he how he treats each player and um the ways and tactics that he motivates them so um, that's kind of been a huge um, part of it, why I think he's successful as well. Yeah. And then what about just the culture in general with the Spurs? I mean, obviously they, they have some great players that have come, have come through over the years and that always helps, but um, is it just the leaders there? Is it up, does it start from the top down with management, but what has helped uh, define that culture? Yeah. Um, I think, they're, they're huge on being a family-oriented culture. So, um, like you said, it starts from the top down, but everyone is treated equal. Um, you check your ego at the door, and um, everyone comes together for that common goal. So, no matter you know you have a job to do, and if we do that job, then hopefully we'll be successful, and um, everyone's going to be treated equal, no matter – you know, if your job is to wipe up sweat on the floor or if your job is to go out there and, you know, score the game-winning basket. Like, everyone um, is treated with respect and kindness, and um, it's it's just been fun to be a part of um, a culture like that. So Yeah, that's great. What uh, – I don't know if you can pinpoint one or two things, but what have been a couple of your coolest experiences just being – uh, around pro basketball players and coaches and just the NBA in general. Um, yeah, one of the one of the coolest things that I've been a part of um, while I was here, unfortunately, um, one of our players, Dejounte, had a knee injury last season. Um, like you said, we don't ever like to see those, obviously, um, but having to rehab that and being part of that whole process, getting to know him. Um, the coolest moment for me by far um, throughout my three years here was when he stepped back on the court this season for the game and just seeing the smile on his face, again, getting to play the game that he loved. Like, obviously, it's hard being away, especially when it's a long injury like that out an entire year. It was like our third preseason game um, that it happened last year. So um, you never like to see that, and it was it – was, he put in a lot of time and effort, hard work. Um, right after surgery, we'd be working probably three times a day, you know, so many hours, um, hard work, dedication that he put into it. So it was just cool to see 
um, him come back on the floor and have success this year, but just getting to play again and enjoy the game. So yeah, and then um, you kind of see where, yeah your work and time and investment with him directly start to pay off too. Obviously, when he gets back and healthy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that was a um, fun process just to kind of see how you know each phase, see him you know, kind of progress and he saw it too, just the work that he was putting in. So, um, yeah, it was, that meant a lot. So that was cool. Now, speaking of DeJounte, I'm a, I'm a Washington Husky fan, grew up in the Seattle area and I know you've become tight with him. And there was recently a social media post that went out of him playing hoop in his driveway with some neighborhood kids and people were telling me, Oh, that must be set up. That must be fake and all that. Uh, tell us what you know about that. Yeah. Um, like I said, he's he's a great guy, very genuine, um, and he, he loves kids. The Spurs in general, first of all, are just very good about giving back to the community and um, all of that. And so, yeah, he uh, some kids wound up knocking on his door and wanting to uh, play some two-on-one, thinking they could beat him, you know, ganging up on him. So, um, yeah, so they went out and played. He went over to their house, actually, and played. So they had a little home court advantage, and uh, <laughs> it was cool to see. The whole neighborhood um, got together and just enjoyed it, and they were out there watching. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was cool to see the smile on everyone's face. And he was uh, drenched in sweat afterwards, so it was a good work for him also. <laughs> he wasn't taking the light. Now, that's even more impressive that you told me it was their house because I remember a clip where he threw it off the house. Right. To now, if that's his home driveway court, I've practiced that, right? But if I haven't played there, I mean, come on, that's 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 next level. It is pretty impressive, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, now, you, I think I first met you, Brendan, in I don't know seventh grade or something along those lines, and got uh, when you first got involved with NBC camps, and um, and then you pretty much stayed involved all the way through until uh, now. You've gone on to your professional career, but. When you look back at your time as both a camper and a staff member with NBC, uh, are there things that you think of that kind of helped shape you as a person uh, heading into to the to life after basketball career and college and so forth? Yeah, yeah, um, of course. So I I fully believe that um, the reason, like, in order to be effective um, in my job, like the career that I've chosen. Um, you have to be able to build relationships and really care about the other individuals that you're working with. It could make it really difficult if you're investing a bunch of time and, you know, you didn't really have relationships with the, the people that you were working with um, and the athletes and all of that. So that all started at NBC camps for me. Uh, first as, you know, a camper, you, you get there and for a week you have an older guy who you think is, the coolest guy in the world and he's investing his summer to come and work with you. And, um, you know, and you get to hang out with this older kid who, you know, is good at hoops. You're like, Oh, I want to be like that guy. And just to see, uh, the relationship, like build a relationship with him. And then as I became older and got to, you know, work at NBC and then, um, kind of recipro reciprocate that ener energy and, um, put in time and build relationships with the campers and stuff. Um, that's where kind of that relationship, um, the importance of those relationships really started for me. So um, I've just tried to carry that along the way throughout my career.
That's awesome. And I, I recall a story a number of years back when we had a few kids get sick at camp and one of them, his parents lived uh, several hours away. So you, you began communicating with them as he got sick in the evening and had to take him to the ER. And uh, if my memory serves in our conversations, you were, didn't get back to camp until six or seven in the morning, uh, took about an hour nap and then started your next work day. And I think it was at that point that I looked at you and said, man, this guy is going to do whatever it takes. Like you talked about some of those great players you've met and, and seen their example, but you, you have that mindset of, Hey, if I have to stay up all night to take care of this person, or I have to give a little bit extra myself here or there, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I do it. And, and never a complaining word from you. And, and now I see as you've uh, begun to, uh, you know, move along in your professional career, how that mindset has really paid off and, and what a neat example that is. Uh, I think of somebody who goes off into uh, the pro ranks and I think of somebody who's kind of got that, maybe that killer instinct. That, that, that does, that's not you, I don't think, in the time I've known you. You've got a lot of compassion for people. You're incredibly humble. Um, never have I heard you, you brag or complain. How do you take that personality and, 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 and go as far as you've gone. Uh, yeah, Every, everyone kind of has a different approach, what works for them. Um, and that's just, I've been more laid back style, uh, my entire life and, um, got to find ways to make it work. Uh, cause like you said, it's not my style. It works for other people to, um, get on somebody, but that's just not how I've been. So trying to find ways to uh, still be successful um, with the strategies strategies that I have, um, and yeah, so learn to love on people um, and just show compassion, and um, that's kind of what I've found uh, works for me. So yeah, and and maybe that's a good point, like understanding your strengths uh, as a, as an individual, as a human being, and saying. Hey, this is what motivates me. You know, this is what gives me passion and it's serving others or it's um, just keeping a, a humble spirit and then just allowing that to take, take you where it goes. And if that, you know, wherever that direction may be, just continuing to pour in, in the way that you believe is best. I mean, you see that with coaches a lot of times too, right? One coach, like you said, will be, will be kind of that yelling and get after you coach. Other one will, will maybe have a lot more of a laid back loving style. And I think there's success in both of those worlds. And uh, I, I think your example has kind of shown that um, in, in the field that you're in. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, Brendan, thanks for being with me and with us today. I've always just admired your, your gentle spirit, your kindness to others, uh, your desire to serve and, and help. And uh, I'm so happy for you and the success you're having in the NBA with the Spurs. Uh, you, I'm sure, represent them incredibly well in the work that you do and your, your tireless effort and attitude. Uh, is, is such a great example and a great testimony to the person you are. And I'm thankful that NBC's been able to be a little bit a part of that journey along the way and, and that we've been able to build friendship and relationship through that as well. So, hey, Brendan, thanks a lot, man. Great to see you and, uh, you know, have a good have a good summer. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me come and talk with you. So thank yeah. you. Thank you for listening to Outside the Arc. For more information about NBC Basketball Camps, visit NBCCamps.com and listen to other Outside the Arc podcast episodes available on iTunes.